You're listening to Your Credit Today with your host, Angela Setters-Vassar, sponsored by Conquer Credit Management. Hey, now it's A to the N to the G. Welcome to Your Credit Today. I'm your host, Angela Setters-Bassard, as if you didn't know. And today we are going to have a fabulous show. We're going to be talking about your kids, teens, and young adults and their credit. Ooh, really, really good information. Let me tell you why it's really good information. Because the kids need to know what's up, baby. They need to get out of mommy and daddy's pocket. Okay, you need to teach them young. People ask me all the time, what should I do with my kids and their credit? When when should I start helping my son or daughter build a credit profile? And they always ask me, is it important, Angela? <laughs> yes, it's important if you want them out of your pocket and out of your checking account when they get older. Absolutely. It's so important to teach kids about money, about credit, you know, because if you don't, you're, they're always going to have the silver spoon in their mouth. You know, that whole saying about silver spoons. It's important to teach kids about money starting, you know, when they can understand what a quarter is, what a dollar is. You know, I always tell this funny story about my eight-year-old. Let me tell you, he has seven children in one, okay? This kid is off the chain. The things that these kids know about nowadays, I'm, I have older kids, some of you know. I have a 25-year-old old and an about to be 23 year old. And we'll talk about those two later, but we're talking about the eight year old right now. And because they're exposed to so much on YouTube and the internet, they know a lot more than my children, than my older children at this age, basically. But at eight years old, I'm telling you, this kid knows how to count money. He knows how to put it away. He understands how to give money to those that are in need. So much so when we're on the street and let's say we're passing by someone that's in need, he'll literally say, hey, mom, go into your purse and get out some money. This person has a need. And literally every time we pass someone, he's blasting me like that. But, you know, I love the kid's heart anyways. But the point is, is that we have a system where he understands that 80% of his money while he's young, he needs to save and he can spend 10% and he can give away 10%. These are the good metrics that I'm teaching to this kid right now. Now, I don't know if he's going to keep up with this when he gets to be a teenager and he wants the Jordans and he wants to, you know, have all the Kobe's. God, I, I hate to say that, but God bless Kobe and all of the people that lost their lives. Boy, that was such a tragic situation. And let me tell you, I cried quite a bit, which I know a lot of you did, specifically even my son. He was a huge, huge Kobe fan. But moving right along, it's really important to teach our kids the value of money and how to earn it. And the thing that I do with my eight-year-old is we have a chores chart. Now, here's the thing. You know, people always say, well, I'm not going to pay my kid to do chores. Absolutely. The basic things like, you know, cleaning their room and making their bed and brushing their teeth and, you know, the regular things that we need to teach kids about being responsible and accountable, of course. You're not going to pay them for that because who would do that? Although some people do. I'm talking about some chores that are out of the ordinary, okay? Uh, let's teach our kids how to make dinner. You know, let's make a menu, sweeping the leaves outside, washing the cars, helping you file your bills and teaching them while you're doing it. 
You've got to explain the why to your kids. I do this all the time with my little eight-year-old and he just thinks it's fascinating. I actually am writing a book and I'm almost finished with it and it's called Max and the Magical Credit Card. And I wrote it based off of my eight-year-old. And the reason why was when he was a little boy, he always used to say, mommy, your credit card is magic. Every time we go to the store, all you do is swipe it and we get all the stuff that's in the basket. And so of course I had to break down, honey, that stuff is not free. (laughs) But it was a great story. And I'm looking forward to uh, producing that book and having you guys all read it and read it to your children so that you can teach them about the value of money. But sitting down and going through your bills with your kids and explaining to them what interest is, explaining to them, you know, the different things that you've spent on your credit cards or understanding that you do have a car payment that riding around in the car that mommy and daddy have is not free and that there is interest that you pay on those payments and understanding that the gas that needs to be put in the car is not free. You know, it's really important. People take this stuff for granted. These are really good life lessons that we can teach our kids so that when they get older, they understand how hard mommy and daddy worked to make the almighty dollar and how when we're older, yes, I want you to take care of me. (laughs) Hopefully I have enough retirement that you won't have to do that. But anyways, so, you know, talking about how they can make money around the house, you know, odds and ends around the house, you pick it, sit down with your kids, talk about the different things on how they can earn money. Um, You know, get a whiteboard and show them visually how they can earn money and really celebrate when they earn a bonus. Okay, when they earn something and you actually sit there and you give them the money, teach them about that so that they understand and they can take that into life. Now, let's that that's the younger kids. Okay, the younger kids we're talking about, they've got piggy banks and we put the money in the piggy banks. And, you know, sometimes we crack it open and we see how much money they have. Has anyone gone to Coinstar? You know, uh, one time we had one of those big, huge uh, water bottles full filled with a lot of change. And boy, was I surprised when we put all of that change in that coin star and how much money was in that bottle. Woo! Let me tell you, mama went out for a nice steak dinner. But uh, going back to teaching our kids, let's talk about when you should start really, really cracking down and teaching your kids. I would say when you're when your child is around 16. But before they're 16, there's also some apps out there talking about the younger generation that can help kids understand how to earn money and spend money through modern technology. And one of these is something that I use for Julian, and it's called, Julian's my eight-year-old, by the way, um, it's called Greenlight. And it's a debit card for kids and teens that you as a parent can manage on the app, on your phone, and you can choose the exact stores you want your kids to shop at, what kind of money they can spend. You can manage their chores and allowances on this app, and you can set parent paid interest rates on savings and more. How about that? You sit down with your kid at the end of the month and you go through your green light app and say, hey, honey, look at how much money you've earned. Hey, honey, look at how much money you've spent. 
You know, these are really, really good life lessons for our younger generation. Now, talking about kids that are turning 16 and they're in high school, it's right before they're getting ready to go to college. This is the time when kids, I think, spend the most money and think that parents' money grows on trees, literally. They're going to the movies. They're going out to eat. They're taking Ubers. They're going, they're doing this. They're doing that. They have to buy this person a birthday present. And by the by the time you're done, you know, you're spending thousands of dollars a month on their entertainment or the things that they want to do. But I think it's important for these kids to know and understand what kind of money you're investing in them. And so what I always say to do is when your child turns 16, it's time to take a trip to the bank. It's time to go and open up that checking and savings account. Make it a super big deal, okay? You know, all of us are on social media and telling about our whole entire life, taking selfies, you know, doing all of that kind of stuff. So let's make it a big deal, all right? Get dressed up in the suit and tie or or your young your young daughter get dressed up in a dress, okay? Go to the bank, sit down with the banker and allow that banker to explain to your child what opening a checking and a savings account means, okay? They need to learn and know and understand that when they open this account, that there is accountability and responsibility that comes along with this. Now, here's the thing. Because they're 16, we want it to be a custodial uh, account. And what does custodial mean? It means that you as the parent have custody of everything that they spend. You get to approve transactions. You can see what's going on at all times. They can't go into the bank and cash a check without you being there. Okay. Really important to do this when your kid is 16 through 18. Why is that? Because when they make mistakes and they're going to do it, Okay, you can sit down and you can explain, hey, you know what, you only had this much on your credit card, but you overspent. And this is what happens. You've got to pay this late fee or you've got to pay this much interest. You know what? You wrote a check, even though we don't write checks anymore. Let's just say that you you start the system that way of having them write checks to their bills. I know a lot of people do online billing, but because we're going through a process of training our children, a lot of doing things manually helps to train them the best way instead of doing it from an electronic standpoint of view. So sit them down, get the checkbook, uh, you know, sit down and, and, and understand what your monthly expenditures are for your teen. So they've got a cell phone bill. Um, you know, they go out to lunch or they buy lunch at school. Uh, uh, they are going to the movies with their friends. Um, they're going out to dinner. They're buying birthday presents, like we said, for their friends. Let's sit down and write down how much money they're spending. And you write them a grand check put it into their bank account and then let them write the checks or pay themselves the money so they get in the habit of understanding how money works. Now we did this with our kids and let me tell you, my older son was really good at it and my younger son was terrible. We had fits of rage at all times. I was a terrible mother because my son was broke all of the time. But the truth of the matter was, is he wasn't broke. He just didn't understand how to use his money correctly. Now, the funny part about that is, is that he is now an economics major and he is studying to be a wealth manager for the sports industry. 
So he learned a lot when he was 16 about money and making the mistakes that he made on up until his college years. So he's going to be very instrumental in helping his clients do well and win with their finances as well. So going back to what I'm saying, it's really important to go out, get that checking account, Uh, for your team, sit down with them, help them understand how to write a check and how to put whatever they use in their ledger. Okay, so if you have a thousand dollars and you're spending 20, let's deduct the $20 from the thousand dollars that you have in the bank account. Simple math, people. Okay, now I know that a lot of people use Google and they say, hey, Google, what's 2000 times 20,000? But, you know, let's do this manually, because, again, repetition of doing things manually teaches our kids the principles of money. The next thing is, is getting them a custodial credit card. Okay, now I just talked about having a credit card or a debit card that Julian has through Greenlight. Okay, that's a debit card. It's not a credit card. What I'm talking about for your teens is actually getting a credit card and allowing them to have a limit sitting down with them and going over the statement that comes in so that they can see the purchases that they're making and they can also see the interest that's associated to those purchases. What I see that happens to a lot of kids in college, and we're going to talk about that in a minute, is that they're spending, 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 and they don't know and understand or remember, hello, if you're spending $10,000 and you don't have it to pay back, you will be paying it for the next 20 years. And let me tell you, I get clients that call me all the time that forgot about a credit card that they had in college. And it's a judgment now. And that $10,000 turned into $25,000 that they now owe. So dialing it back, once again, we're teaching our kids at a young age of 16 about all of these things, understanding how to read these statements when their bill is due, understanding that if you pay this bill late, there's going to be a late fee. If you pay this bill late, now it's not going to go on their credit report because this is a custodial credit card, okay? It will go on your credit report, all right? So this is why we need to sit down with our kids when we have these custodial credit cards and teach them the metrics of money and credit. So we're going to sit down, we're going to teach them, okay, You spent $500, well, let's dial it back, not $500. Some of you out there are like, I don't let my kids spend $500, are you crazy? Okay, so they spent $100, okay? When the bill comes in, we're gonna pay 50% of it or 80% of it, and then you're gonna show them that they're gonna pay interest on that $20 and break that down for them so that they know and understand, hey, it's better for you to pay 100% of the balance off every time the bill comes in because then you don't have to pay the interest that's bearing on that particular credit card. Because what we want to teach our kids at such a young age is when you use credit cards, because listen, in America, credit cards are essential. They're leverage. They're something that you can use to build in America, okay? But what we don't want to do is we don't want to get in debt. Last month, we focused all of our podcasts on getting out of debt. And the last thing we want to do is teach our kids how to get in debt. Now, if you're in debt, share with your kids how you got in debt. You know, be transparent with your kids so that they don't make the same mistakes that we make as parents. 
But if we sit down and we explain these things to our kids and they have a grasp, a grassroots or a really good grasp on what they're looking at when it comes to their checking account, what they're looking at when it comes to their credit cards and interest rates, when they get into college, they're going to be set up to win, guys. Okay, because not all of us can afford to pay for student loans and pay for housing and pay for them to have groceries. You know, some of these kids have to get out there and get a job and they need to know and understand how to balance a check checking account, how to spend their money, how to save their money, understanding that when they take out student loans that they are going to have to be paid when you're out of school. So let's talk about young adults that are college bound. They're either working or, you know, you're, you as the parent are giving them money on a monthly basis so that they can live, okay? Luckily, I, I have two different scenarios. I have one son that went to college, and yes, we had to pay for his college expenses. And then I have another son that got a full ride. Hallelujah! So we didn't have to pay for any of his food or his, his board or anything like that. But the thing is, is that it doesn't neglect the fact that we explained to him or helped him understand not only what a blessing that was, but that he still has to manage his finances. So there's a lot of apps out there for these young kids where they fall into trouble or traps. And those apps are like Starbucks or Coffee Bean or any of these apps out there where, you know, you just use it to pay things. Um, these Venmo, Cash Apps, all of these things, you know, out of sight, out of mind. When these kids don't really look at what they're spending, they can get to the end of the month and they're like, uh-oh, I don't have any more money. So it's about teaching them responsibility and accountability now while they're in high school so that, again, when they're in college, they understand how to use their money as a tool. The other thing that I'm seeing a lot of college students get trapped in is buying clothes on all of these sites, these third party sites and financing it. There's a ton of these um, net banks out there that are allowing people to go out and let's say buy a pair of Jordans. And what are they? $150. And a lot of these kids don't have $150. So they allow them the opportunity to finance it. And some of these kids, because they're not being taught, they never pay it back after three months. And what's happening? Their credit reports are being ruined because collection agencies are coming after them at the age of 18 and 19 because they're financing clothes. We need to teach our kids about this stuff. Okay. The other thing is, is that when they're in college, they need to know how to read a credit report. Sit down with your kids. Hey guys, go back and listen to these podcasts and teach your children about how to read credit and what credit is about. Because even at 18, you need to be monitoring your credit report and understanding what's going on. I can't tell you how many kids that I've talked to that have had roommates steal their identity and information. It is very important to protect and optimize. The other thing is, is that teaching your kids about the APR on credit cards, like we were talking about when I was saying sitting down with your 16 year olds. All right. The other thing is student loans. Now, a lot of these kids, what I see happen is they take these student loans out and a lot of it doesn't even go towards their school tuition or their books. They take some of that money and they go party. Okay. Free drinks on me for my student loans. And then what they don't know and understand is, hey, 
Uncle Sam and Piper is coming once you graduate. So be careful with the student loans that you take out. Teach your children, sit down with them and have an understanding of what type of student loan you're actually receiving. And we're going to do a show on that because let me tell you, student loans, wow, blowing my hair back with the information that you need to know and understand, specifically if you're doing Parent Plus loans and you're on the hook for the bill. Okay. The last thing I want to talk about and teens or young adults with money is how important it is for them to know and understand that they can invest in themselves right now. Okay. Instead of going and buying a pizza or going out to dinner, if they just took $25 a month and put it in a mutual fund, by the time they're 40, I don't even want to tell you how much money they would have in their investment account. But again, friends, this is all about teaching our children the value of money. If we don't do it, who's going to do it? Are they going to learn by default or are they going to learn by you, the parents in their home, teaching them all about money? Listen, I'm really, really excited about this. I'm glad that I was able to share this information with you. Listen, if you haven't subscribed to this show, hit that subscribe button right now. This is Angela Setters-Bassard. You're listening to Your Credit Today. 